okay, uh, got a little bit of a situation here. I'm, I'm trying to stay calm, uh, uh, but uh, we're due to record tonight. And, and this virus thing's a, a little bit of a concern. So, uh, so what we've done um, is we've sent, uh, we've sent Lord Ben and Lord Kev out to, uh, out to get some supplies. We were after some, uh, some beer and, uh, and toilet paper. Because, you know, with, uh, with the four of us in the room, we need to uh, make sure that we've got enough. Um, so, yeah, we sent them out and we may have locked the door. I don't think they realise, but I've been stashing toilet paper and beer in this studio for the last four weeks straight. Uh, we could crap ourselves till June, as far as I'm concerned, uh, and probably drink ourselves to July. So maybe we didn't really tell the truth. But uh, if this social distancing thing needs to happen, then four guys in a studio is just an issue. It's just not going to work. So yes, I mean, I mean, you can hear them in the background, but uh, I think if we try and keep things quiet for a little while, <coughs> they'll that's, go away. That's going to be a bit hard, Al, because this is an audio recording, you idiot. <laughs> so how are we supposed to keep it quiet? Maybe uh, we can, we can, if we keep quiet enough, maybe they'll go away. Or... We can push that button that has the poison gas that shoots outside the door. Why did we get that installed? Just, just a precaution. <laughs> just a precaution. Christ. Okay. Uh, maybe we should just get on with it. Uh, so this this isn't the Lord. This is the Lord's allowed. This isn't the Lord's allowed. It's I don't know what you call it. Half the Lord's allowed. Uh, so uh, half asked as always. <laughs> it's the half asked Lord's allowed half show. Uh, so so let's give it a crack. All right. Roll up, ladies and gentlemen. Say hello to the lads that lead the lowly layman to laughter. It's the tonic of tribal transmutation, the concoction of calamitous confabulation. Why, it's the wicked warmth of wankerism. Yes, sirree, it's the elixir that'll fix you. It's the steadfast, unsurpassed, go fast, bypass, half assed, lots of loud podcast. Radio, so uh, we they, they, the gas must have worked. They sound asleep. Yeah, well, we can, in that case, we could probably start whispering. Right, <clears throat> right, okay. Mm. So here uh, we are, Lord Lord L and Lord Brett. So what have we got in store, Lord Brett? Well, uh, uh, we promise our listeners that we are a minimum of, of two meters apart. Uh, Al's in a in a full body condom. I don't know where you got it or why you're wearing it. It's just my standard. <laughs> That's right, just his standard. Yeah. Friday night wear. So in this in this interesting time, we thought we'd have a look at viral songs. Mm. Not only viral songs, but viral novelty songs. What? Why? Well, they're the best type. Of course, no one wants to hear a sad viral song. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, you know, a viral song that's not that's not a novelty song is just a hit song, isn't it? So yeah, sure, sure. So okay. you know, if, if if it's if it's truly viral, you just get completely sick of it. Oh, although there are you know quite legitimate rock songs and pop songs that you get sick of. Yes, but this has to have an extra edge that, for a while, makes you go, "Yes, I can sing along with this as well." And then, and then you just want to kill yourself, <laughs> isn't that? Or kill the songwriter. Or kill the songwriter. That's right. Okay, so I'm going to jump in first, uh-huh. play you a couple, uh, like our summer series. Let's go back in time. <laughs> I, I, I want you to have a listen to this. 
So I'm assuming the Goons. That's the Goons. Uh-huh. Now, 1956. Okay. Spike Milligan makes a bet with his brother that he can write a song that makes it into the hit parade, that's what we <laughs> called it back then, with only uh-huh. two chords, G and uh-huh. D7th. Uh-huh. And, you, and you just heard it. <laughs> the Ying Tong song. Really? That made it into the charts. That made it into the charts. Number oh. three. Number three. <laughs> Number three. The Ying Tong Italy Po song, or the Ying Tong song. Uh, my dad was in the goons, into the goons. He wasn't in the goons. He's not that, he's not that famous. <clears throat> and so inadvertently, I I heard this song. Wow. The Ying Tong song. Have you heard this song before? I haven't heard it. Uh, I don't think I've heard the original. I possibly at some stage heard my dad singing it, but he sang lots of weird little things. So, <laughs> so. Right, let's move on. I'm going to take you a whole 10 years Beyond that song to Ooh. 1966. Have a listen to this one. After the turn of the century, in the clear blue skies over Germany, came a roar and a thunder men have never heard, like the screaming sound of a big war bird. Up in the sky, a man. <laughs> well, there you go. Now you haven't got the good part. This song. What kind is, of novelty hit song is there? This is called Snoopy versus the Red Baron. Ah. And Snoopy comes in. Let me just fast forward a bit. Snoopy on the on the drums must have been right. So Snoopy comes in and saves the day. Mm. Now this is, uh, as I said, 1966. This is a band called the Royal Guardsmen. Okay. And it is so viral that chorus. Then 20, 20, 40, 50 or more. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know when I heard it, but I know this song. Right. And had it. And it go chart wise. Oh. <laughs> I don't have that information at hand. <laughs> oh, come on. Um, I, in fact, I'll, I'll, I will stop and I'll enter that in now. So, my notes say that this song pegged at number two on the Hot 100 during the week of December the 31st, 1966. Are you surprised at that number? Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> 
but but this is such an impressive number. Thank you. This is the the thing for me is if I was born not in 1966, thank you. But if I know this song, then it mm. must be viral because because it was still playing at least. That's right on my mum and dad's record player. Yeah, <laughs> all those years later when it was still playing. So either either it was a viral hit that continued and you heard it on the radio, or your parents were locked in the past and able yeah. to move forward. Yes, and they kept on playing that song. Yeah, but but there you go. That's that little mm. about. And again, it, it, it's it's an American band. And it yeah. has a positive ending because they that Snoopy smashes that bloody Red Baron of Germany. Well, it's not an uplifting uh, ending for the Red Baron, is it? Not for him. Let's go to 1976. Can you hear the drums, Fernando? I remember long ago another starry night like this. In the firelight, Fernando You were humming to yourself and softly strumming your guitar I could hear the distant drums and sounds of bugle calls were coming from afar There was something in the air that night So I'm assuming Norman Gunston? Yes. Uh-huh. And his salute to ABBA. Yes. Uh, well, they're, they're very, very viral songs in themselves. Yeah. Uh, although serious pop. That's right. Um, and he and he's just done this lovely he's butchered little, them. Yeah. little parody. Uh, not Well, is it a parody? I don't know. Just a, because he's being serious about it. Uh-huh. Um, I encourage people to watch the film clip. It's absolutely brilliant. Okay. Um, and in fact, he, he did a number, a number of songs. Uh, he did uh, uh, Skyhook's horror movie, uh-huh. uh, but he just does it in that lovely mm-hmm. Australian accent, yeah. broad as ever. Yes, dulcet tones. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, and and this was a viral hit in 1976. I heard it on a compilation album that we had purchased. Okay. So so it was, was it enough, big enough. Was, enough to... was it enough to make you know hits of '76 mm. or something? Like yeah. That. So, I'm a I'm a big. Norman Gunston fan. Mm-hmm. Again, this is sadly, or, or of course, happily to my dad's influence, because my dad was a was a big Norman Gunston fan, and mm-hmm. uh, and Arnie Jack. Was Arnie Jack another one of your relatives? <laughs> That's right, Arnie Jack and Arnie Phil. Uh-huh. Shout out to my Arnie Phil. <laughs> Sorry, Phil, they're still sticking it to you. This one I feel a little dirty about. <laughs> Folks, I'd like to sing a song about the. American dream. About me. About you. About the way our American hearts beat way down in the bottom of our chests. About that special feeling we get in the cockles of our hearts 
Maybe below the cockles. Maybe in the subcockle area. Maybe in the liver. Maybe in the kidneys. Mm -hmm. Maybe even in the colon. We don't know. I'm just a regular Joe with a regular job. I'm your average white suburbanite slob. I like football and porno and books about war. I got an average house with a nice hardwood floor. My wife and my job, my kids and my car. My feet on my table and a Cuban cigar. Now, this was a massive hit in 1993. Yeah. I think it even it even made the the hottest 100 charts or something for the, the youth Triple study. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I remember hearing it. Heaps and heaps on the uh, on the radio. Might have even been number one. That's how. That, mm. And again, in retrospect, you sort of go, "Oh, that just—it's <laughs> a funny song. That's yeah, all it is." Yeah. And he swears in it. Yeah. And he. Who, who, who doesn't want to sing along with that chorus? <laughs> that's right. That's right. In fact, we should be singing it now. Mm. Uh, I don't know why I don't see as much value in it as I see <laughs> in Norman Gunson's salute to. Really? Maybe in another twenty years, I'd feel better about it. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think I'd rather go for uh, for that one than uh, the Norman Gunston. <laughs> it's just a catchy chorus to sing along with. Sure. I can't wait to share it with my kids. Yeah, that's right. Isn't that lovely? This is my last song mm-hmm. that I'm going to, and I, and I don't know if you heard it, but anyway, we're now jumping to 2002. Have a listen to this one. Whatever. I went down to the beach and saw Kiki. She was all like, eh, and I'm like, whatever. Then this chick comes up to me and she's all like, hey, aren't you that dude? And I'm like, yeah, whatever. So later, I'm, I'm at the pool hall and this girl comes up and she's all like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> this is my United States of I, I can't say you've heard this at all. I don't know why, it just makes me laugh. Okay. And so was that much of a hit? <laughs> it was a bit of a hit. This is, okay. um, again, uh, this is Liam Lynch in, in 2002. My eldest daughter loved it. Right. Uh, because she just loved saying something stupid and then going, yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. You know? She said, we're about to tip my bath. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I don't know why, why mm-hmm. this had cut through for me. Yeah. Again, if you haven't heard it, yeah. Then, then there's potential it wasn't a massive hit. I can't, I can't ever remember hearing it on the uh, on the Jays, which I probably was still listening to at that stage. Okay. The youth today. Hey, crazy guys! But it's just a fun punk song yes. with a bit yeah. of a catchy thing. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and uh, yeah, well, I won't be playing it to my kids. Oh, so I get enough on. of that. I get enough of that already. So. Radio. Right. So that's it for me, Al. What have you got for the lovely listener? Just, just the one again. Uh, well, I've decided to go for some that people may actually know. So uh, the first one is one that kind of passed me by. I, you know, saw it hover about, but I never had to experience the full song. Being too old for it myself and not having kids at that stage. Let's, let's have, have a listen. Let's have a listen. What's going on? Ding. This is crazy. Oh, 
and I was disappointed in some of my choices. Uh, <laughs> this is the this is the ultimate viral song in that I don't know how many listens you can can you listen to it all of it at once? Yeah. Um, well, I think the film clip helped, uh, as uh, you know, as in the case with many hit songs, you know, those two things combined would have made sure it hung around, and it certainly did hang around. So, so for those lucky enough not to know what this is, this is... <laughs> That's uh, Crazy Frog. Crazy Frog. Um, by some Swedish guy. Um, Do, doing Axel F, which is, which is the... Um, so, so that's from Beverly Hills Cop. Yes. Uh, so Axel F itself, when that song came out from the Beverly Hills uh, Cop soundtrack, that also became a number one. Yes. Uh, so... Whoever it was that did Crazy Frog, also known as, I think it was an annoying guy or something. <laughs> Whatever it was. Anyway, he... Um, Aptly named yes. annoying guy. He chose well. He chose well. It uh, it was number one in multiple countries. It's had over... The film clip has had over two billion views on wow. YouTube. And is that because, because the frog does appear to have a penis? I don't know if he does in that one. I know that some of the ads, they got in trouble because there was a visible penis and scrotum. Um, which, which, which caused some dramas. That's right. So, but when I checked it the other night, um, that particular film clip, he, he had no tackle. Right. Yeah, right. He was, he was tackleless. Yes. Uh, well, I guess, I guess the thing is like, if he truly was a frog only came about because the, uh, the Swedish guy agreed to call him that for this, uh, um, I can't remember what the, um, network provider or something. I can't remember what it was called. Anyway, yeah. they adopted it and they said, can we call it Crazy Frog? And he went, yeah, sure, you give me money. Sure. Afterwards, he said, he's not a frog. Because if he was a frog, you wouldn't see his genitals. If you ever have a look at a frog's <laughs> nether regions, they're all tucked away, as they should be. Thousands of people now are Googling <laughs> frog genitals. Hey, they're not that's, the only ones. That's right? the power. And so I apologise for your uh, your browser search history now, <laughs> folks, because Lord Al has, uh, right. has dobbed you in. Who knows what sort of ads are going to pop up that's uh, <laughs> we're looking for frog now, frog, frog balls mm -hmm. um, uh, now you know it's the perfect storm though isn't it it almost felt targeted at children yes and yeah. and by latching on to a, a number one or, yeah. or, or a, a big song yeah. already mm. the, the existing song was electronic yes. so reproducing it meant you didn't have to hire a full band no no and that's and being instrumental as well yeah. and you know you're not Comparing your vocals yeah. with somebody else's, you know the extra vocals that were in there was all ning 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 ning. Wow. So, uh, so yeah, they also uh, followed up with popcorn, the song oh, popcorn, wow. which also reached number one, but in less countries. And it kind of went on like that for a few years, with each uh, song gradually becoming further away from number one, but still within, <laughs> but still within. So that so the the man behind the brand Crazy Frog was really trying to milk it. Yes, and milk it he did. He did. He was he a did one trick pony. Well. It was a one trick pony, but boy, it yeah, that one trick worked. It did. Okay. I also have to say about popcorn, the song popcorn, yes. because that was originally a, a written on a Moog. Yep. I think back in was it the sixties? Would have been late sixties, I imagine. Now, uh, Hot Butter did a version. <laughs> in 1972, which also became a hit, right? Um, and if you can, uh, if you can ever find, there's a particular film clip of four dan uh, four or six six dancers doing nice. doing a version of doing a version of, of, of popcorn. It's astounding. 
Nice. It's, uh, it really makes you uh, appreciate modern choreography and costume <laughs> and camera work, actually. So. so now our listeners are uh, subjecting their Google search to yes. frog genitalia yes. and now hot butter popcorn. Yes. So, so if you can combine those two... Uh-huh. Uh, I'm, I'm really interested to see what sort of ads they're going to... That's right. Hot-buttered frogs. Hot-buttered frog genitalia. <laughs> Take us away from That's this. That's good eating. <laughs> Take us away from this horrible song. Okay. What have you got next? All right. Well, uh, this one was 1980. 1980. Yes. Hello, I'm a Giuseppe. I got something special for you. Ready? Uno, two, three, quattro. When I was a boy, just about the eighth grade, Mama used to say, don't shoot the pool, Giuseppe going to flunk a school. Boy, it make me sick, all the thing I gotta do. I can't get the no kicks, I always got to follow rules. Boy, it make me sick, just to make the lousy bucks. Got to feel like a fool. And the mama used to say all the time, what's the matter you? Hey, gotta no respect. What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's a not so bad. It's a nicer place. I shut up for your face. Rightio, I remember uh, uh, this on Countdown. Yes, bring bring back fond memories. Singing yeah. it in the uh, yeah. school discos and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Well, the funny thing is, like Joe Dolce, mm-hmm. um, the the artist, he uh, came from an Italian American family, um, and he said that when he would visit his grandparents. Uh, they're all pretty much speaking like that. Mm. Um, and so it may not be as much a you know a jab at Italian immigrants as much as a jab at his grandparents. So, okay, so it's not cultural appropriation no. because, because this is his culture, so yeah. he's not appropriating it. Yeah. It is making fun of, of uh, their attempt at the English language? Sort of. Sort of. Okay, I, I mean, guess I don't want to put my PC glasses on, but you know. No, no. Well, I mean, I guess, kind of, but uh, at the time, probably not that unusual. No. It was a number one in multiple countries. Yeah. Um, not all of them English speaking. Um, actually, I should see where how it went in Italy. Um, <laughs> it spent six weeks at number one in Australia. Six weeks. Yes. Wow. Uh, I think it kept. It would be the idea of uh, Ultravox Vienna oh. off the charts in the number one spot for three weeks, I think. When when Kev wakes up, he'll be pretty pissed <laughs> off to hear that. Yes. He's a big Mitch Ewer fan, so. But but for, for all the love that we gave it in Australia, Quebec and Canada, mm-hmm. 12 weeks, number 12 one. 12 weeks, wow. Were there other songs <laughs> playing at that moment? Wow. So. It's I, been translated oh. into 50 languages. I don't know how you translate it into a different language because <laughs> it's about it. The funny thing about it is, it's it's uh, you know Italian immigrants trying to speak. Well, what's the, English. well? That's the thing. It's like that's the uh, that's the method of delivery. But what it is is about being told off by your mum about yeah, yeah. hanging out with the wrong crowd and being yeah, lazy. yeah. I know, I know, but isn't the isn't the thing as a kid saying "shut up with your face"? Yeah. Right, which which actually isn't a phrase. Yeah, it's it's you know it's basically someone. It, it's again, it's an immigrant attempting to say shut up and adding some different stuff to it. 
Anyway, look, that's I'm, what his grandparents said. Shut up your face. I, I think that's right. <laughs> Such a mouth. Maybe that's right. Maybe it's a. Uh, so yeah, so I'm failing to see how that might work in other languages. But anyway, yeah, I, I would. It so an, must, astan- must an astounding hit. It must have made him a fortune. It did. It did, and he did. Um, he did a bunch of other songs in that type of style. He tried to milk it. He tried to milk it, but. Uh, interestingly, he's now renowned as a poet, an essayist. He's won a whole heap of awards wow. and you know recognition for uh, for all his poetry and essays. So, so as the young kids say, he's got some mad skills. I'm always surprised at how a viral song can be so little but do so much, right? Yeah, because this is you know it's not. <sighs> Even the melody, I mean, it's it's probably just hooking enough that you you can sing along with it. Yeah, but I guess like and there isn't there is an accordion break, right? <laughs> there is. Wow, um, how many how many songs in the eighties can lay claim to being number one with an accordion break? Exactly. I mean, with a lot of viral novelty songs, it's all about being able to sing part of it and feel like a goose doing it. And there's a collective, you know, isn't this funny because we wouldn't ordinarily say this. Yeah, yeah. So being able to say shut up your face at the top of your lungs, yeah. especially at a school disco um, or at the bar or whatever, would have been uh, would have been a great hit. And also he probably cottoned on to the fact that that would make it a hit because he also, within the song, he's saying to the listener, okay, I'm going to say this and then you're going to say that. And I'm going to say this, yeah, and you're yeah, going to yeah. say that, yeah. which is exactly what you know you do in a concert type of situation to get people involved and feel connected. So he's I, I, he's a genius. Is he's what a he genius. Is. And I wonder at what point did he realise? I, I, again, I just don't think that during the creation of the song, he's thinking this is this is my swan song. <laughs> this is what I'm going to be the most famous for, uh-huh. and what I'm. Because again, when you when you talk about global, this song has has global cut through. Yeah. So he can do what he wants with his serious poetness. Yeah. But really, this yeah. is it for him. This is he goes down in in Wikipedia, you know, and yeah. on his gravestone. Well, the thing is, I mean, like the content basically is a universal theme. You know, being harassed by a mum. Yeah. So. And swearing. I like <laughs> it. I like it. Well, I don't like it, but I, I've just said that anyway. <laughs> Can you move us forward? Can you redeem yourself? I'm not saying those two songs are terrible, but I am. Whoa. Okay. Fine. So, if you hit the button on the next one. Dog goes woof, cat goes meow, bird goes tweet, and mouse goes squeak. Cow goes moo, frog goes crow, and the elephant goes toot. Dog say quack, and fish go blub, and the seal goes ow, ow, ow. But there's one sound that no one knows. What does the frog say? Is that crazy frog in there? That's was my immediate thought. <laughs> As someone gone, how do we milk this cow further down the road? How do we milk this frog further down we, the how road? How do we milk the fox and the frog? What can you tell time? me about this atrocious song? Okay, so that's the foxes by is it Elvis? 
I've never heard it said out loud. Never heard it sound like Y-L-V-I-S. So yes. let's just say all this, yes. So, so which is uh, it's from 2013 and it was a comedy duo, kind of like Australia's Hamish and Andy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they host a show, a TV show, and that was something that they wrote as an anti-hit. They're like, we're just going to be ridiculous and do something completely stupid. It's not going to become a hit. We're just joking around. And, and it worked. Boom. Well, sorry, it didn't work because it did become a hit. Yeah, exactly. Top trending video on YouTube in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> top top 50 generally across the globe and oh. top 10 in some countries. Wow. So. It's, yeah. And it, it, by, again, at the time, I missed it completely, but I caught up with it a few years later. And when I don't understand. But now that I realise it's a novelty song, because I like I'm so used to yeah, hearing so yeah, much yeah. music now, I'm just going, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. That is just like I just put it in that category. It's like, what are kids listening to? Today? Yeah, yeah. What are they doing? But but to but to understand that that it was deliberate mm. in its obtuseness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, like that, there is nothing redeeming about this apart yeah, from yeah. its its uh, absurdity. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, so it's all tongue in cheek. Yeah, and it worked. It's Are they making fun of animals trying to make noises? Mm-hmm. I I'm just scared what it actually says about the normal person on the street, right? That someone who says we're going to write something terrible, <laughs> and it's not going to be a hit. And the general public turns around and says, uh-uh, yes, this is what we want. <laughs> Give us some more. Because you're right, you, you've pulled the, the the link to Axel F Crazy Frog straight into it. Yeah. And you go, haven't we had enough of this crap? <laughs> this obnoxious and ning, 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 you know? Well, that's the thing that was, whatever it was, ten, almost 10 years after uh, yeah, Crazy yeah. Frog came out. Um, the heady days of the uh, the frog era. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I'm scared now to to wonder what you're going to play us next. No, oh, it's not that bad. Yeah, you'll you'll like this one. It's pro- probably uh, like I think of it slightly as a novelty song, and so do my kids. Yeah. Um, but uh, for the others, it's a genuine classic. It's a great party song. It is. It's one of those things because there's all sorts of noises. Again, yes. we come back to the animals. Yeah. Right. Uh, Just the uh, animals alone. Y- yeah, you've seemed to you've seemed to have cornered the the animal <laughs> market here with frog genitalia, foxes, a whole bunch of animals, and now we're talking about lobsters. But there's all sorts, you know, mm-hmm. things in the ocean and that. It's a rock and tune. Yeah, it is. But uh, with some real unique, weird quirky yeah. shit going on as well, right? Yes, yes. Uh, for those who don't know, those Rock Lobster uh, B-52s. What year? Uh, 1978. Oh, so it really is tail ending of, of the punk era, but it's mm. it's got a nice slab of... It's that guitar's just great. 
Oh yeah, it's uh, instrumentally it's it's a solid rock song, but then you listen mm. to the lyrics, it's just gibberish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and it was in the top fifty uh, many places, number one in Canada. Again, yes. those crazy Canadians. Yeah. Um, just bizarre. I mean, they could write a hook really beautifully. Yeah. And the the uh, two girls and and lead singer, uh, they were it was harking back to. Uh, 60s girl groups, some of the mm. stuff they did, the mm. hairstyle. I mean, oh, the, look, yeah. the look was part of it as well. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You can't dismiss the B-52s uh, visually because that was part of the attraction yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, Good-looking girls, yep. beehive hairdos, interesting clothing, um, and and a, a, a nice spoonful of bizarreness just mixed mm-hmm. in there as well. Mm-hmm. It, interestingly, uh, it's that song inspired... I can't believe this. Inspired John Lennon in 1980 to start writing again. Wow. So according according to uh, to Lennon himself, he's, he heard it and said, quote, It sounds just like Ono's music. So I said to myself, it's time to get out the old axe and wake the wife up. Nice. And start writing again. And after that was... Uh, oh, old... I thought he was a killer. <laughs> sure. No, get the old axe wake, out. That's right. Wake her up first. <laughs> and say, this is what you've done. That's right. You're right. <laughs> I hate your stuff so much that now other people are writing it, so that's it, baby. Yeah, and after that, the Double Fancy album was released. Yeah, but that for for that song to, I don't know, like it, like you listen to the weird, yes, truly awful parts of that song, and you go, yeah, that does remind me of. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> that's right. Well, some of that, uh, some of the interesting inflections of of the girls, uh, you know, they're singing in that song. You go, yeah, mm-hmm. that's definitely. You yeah. know, out there stuff, which would yeah, yeah. be, which is, yeah, in the wheelhouse of Yoko Ono. <laughs> yes, that's a great, that's a great. Okay, well, right, well that, you've redeemed yourself with that one because it is a rock and tune. I think, uh-huh. you know, and it's not a ding ding ding. There's none of that. There's none of that at all. Ding 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 and ding and ding ding. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, well, that, that's really good. All right, uh, have you got another one? I do. Wow. One more. Oh, that surprised me. <laughs> Let's have a listen. Unfortunately, used to work in nightclubs at some point, and yeah, I've heard this one way too many times. It's that, and it's that big beat coming in then, yeah, you, you know, yeah, and the siren going in the background. Uh-huh. Wow, what can you tell me about Doctrine the Tardis by the Flag? Who the hell's the Flag? The Flag. I think that's a uh, uh, oh, it's an interesting story. Okay, so yeah, Doctrine the Tardis, nineteen eighty-eight. Um. The guys who did originally were the Time Lords, and uh, they were also known as uh, KLF. Yes, yeah. Uh, also known as Justified Ancients of Moomoo. Moomoo. Or The Jam. The Jam. <laughs> uh, so they were a, uh, a duo. So 
probably what's happened with uh, that particular version of, of Spotify is uh, there are unusual characters. Like at one stage after that, you know, had a lot of success, uh, they, I think they burned or gave away a million pounds. Right. Um, which in those days was not to be sneezed at, much as it is today. That's right. Um, Please don't sneeze on your money. That's a no, public that's right. service announcement. Yeah, save it for toilet paper. But uh, what they also did was delete their whole back catalogue. So it's, unless the situation has changed, it's very difficult trying to get any re-released. I don't think there are any re-released anything right. uh, by them because they're like the whole thing is a joke. You know, the music industry is just too uh, absurd to, yeah. to worry about. So, yeah, so you know, that, that is probably a cover version of the original. Right. Uh, thankfully, YouTube is, you know, able to provide us with originals. Cool. The version you've just heard is the original by the Time Lords. So, yeah, that was a mashup of uh, the Doctor Who thing. Yes. And, uh, and Gary Glitter's uh, Rock and Roll Part 2, <laughs> otherwise known as the, I think it's the, uh, the uh, was it the Yeah song or the Hey song? It's a Hey song, I think. Okay. Because the whole song is just a dum 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 <laughs> then it comes up to the chorus and just, it sounds like a, a band of kazoos going doo, 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 hey doo, doo, doo. so so the klf yes did this mashup yes uh is there a reason why uh, it's about doctor who i think one of them had been playing with the doctor who theme for a while right because the the jam the jam the jam that was more the sample based incarnation of the duo right. whereas the caliph was more original <laughs> type of stuff uh, but they knew that it they just wanted to have a real tinker with trying to do something stupid and commercial yes yeah okay and so uh, they went okay well we won't call it any of our other stuff we'll call it the time lords we had to play around with this they were trying to do a dance song and the beat that one of them had come along with was very similar to the Gary Glitter song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one pointed out, and they went, oh, you can't use it. That's stupid. And, you know, two days later, they said, no, this no, is a hit. Brilliant. Yeah, this brilliant. Is a hit. So, um, so, yeah, it went from there. And uh, there's a part in the song that it, I never knew until extremely recently what was being said. And it was bosh, 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 loads of money. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what the Dalek, Dalek says. Oh, wow. Bosh, okay. bosh, 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 bosh. And that was actually from another novelty song by Harry Enfield, uh, a, mainly a TV comedian yeah. uh, in the UK. It was a, song, a novelty song that he brought out uh, called Loads of Money. <laughs> and, and it was released just a month before uh, Doctor in the TARDIS wow. was released. Uh, so they're all on top of it. So, so unlike um, the previous songs, the, the, there was no tongue in cheek here. These guys were out now. We're just, we're just going to make a commercial hit here, and and of course they're just. I, I mean, again, it, it's perfect. It's got that that great beat to it. Yeah. Uh, of the time, it's of the time where yep. you know that repetitive siren going through it. it you know, if the listeners yep. could see at home, I'm clutching my temples and rubbing them in, in pain, remembering that siren just going on and off and and then and then yeah, and, and interesting, isn't it? Because the 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 doc that Doctor Who uh, uh, bit uh, is quite distinct. Yeah. Uh, and it really works with a Kraken beat underneath it. Yeah. I'm sorry, well, well, that's, to say. well it's uh like even just when you think about the siren, it's a little clever because that type of siren 
uh, generally, you know, the idea is to alert people mm. to get them, you know, paying attention. <laughs> and so it's, it's like, what better way to get people to pay attention to right. your song as well than to slip that in? You're doing something that's extremely familiar and very British yeah. um, with Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you've got this great drum uh, drum rhythm in there. But as Bill Drummond, who was one of the guys mm-hmm. who wrote it, even he said he uh, he said it's probably the most nauseating record in the world. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> wow, and he's part of that creation yeah. team. I love that. Yeah, but shortly shortly after they did that, they released that book that I've talked about previously. Where it was, you know, if you want to write a number one song, this is what you need to do. Right. And one of the things was uh, you need to have a chorus that can be shouted out by drunk men yes. um, at two in the morning at a pub. Yeah. And that's that fits that's the bill it. perfectly. Right. So, but one of my, it is actually one of my, my favourite songs uh, from that time. It's probably the first song where I went, yeah, you know, head started bobbing along going, yes, I really get this. And the B-side was great because it was more a, an ambient uh, version of the the Doctor Who thing. Okay, all right. Um, so yeah, fond memories. Fond memories. Mm. To sum up, what have we learnt today, Lord Al? Novelty cells. Well, if we want to write a novelty song, animals, animals, yes. gibberish, yes. like gibberish, uh-huh. uh, and and maybe saying things that are are a little taboo might uh-huh. work for you as well. Some sort of Melody that that is so hooky, yep. uh, young children will pick up on it and yes. sing it until you vomit. <laughs> uh, that's got to be part of the the formula as well. Yeah, maybe that's a secret just to uh, get it in the kids' ears, and then they'll they'll force their parents now to pa- it pass it on like a virus. Yes, I like it. They're little carriers. Mm-hmm. Filthy girls. What's interesting though is I don't know whether we should intentionally try to write. A viral song or unintentionally try to rock because either way it appears to have worked we've shown tonight that if you decide not to do it it can happen <laughs> yes or if you decide to do it it will happen uh-huh i think definitely you, you have to be conscious about writing a novelty song but whether it's going to be a hit is uh, is another thing right well we'll, we'll wait and see mm. and i think i can hear some scrabbling at the door, which means that the other lords are probably just just coming out. It wasn't fully poisonous, it was only half poisonous. <laughs> so the effects of the gas are starting to wear off, folks. Yeah. So we may need to wrap it up. Uh, and what are we going to do, dose them again, or we should just think, hit them? I think if we just give them a little dose. Little then, dose. And then make a, uh, a quick getaway. Right, okay. Until you hear from us again, uh, uh, that's it from Lord Al uh, and Lord Brett. And um, I don't know, we hope to see you sometime in the future. And remember, sneeze into your elbow. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That's all from us this week. You can catch up with us on the Book of Faces and the Gram of Instas. And we'll be back in not four days, not seven days, not ten days, but fourteen days, everybody. Until then, you be good. Thank you.